An embryo uh, is the combination of uh, a human egg and human sperm. It is actually a human being at its earliest development stage. Uh, an embryo has a total uh, complement of chromosomes, uh, complete DNA to make that uh, embryo exactly uh, the person that it will someday become. In vitro fertilization started uh, 20 or 30 years ago actually in England. Uh, you may remember Louise Brown was the first baby born uh, through in vitro fertilization. When couples go through IVF, they extract eggs from the woman uh, and put those eggs in a petri dish. And, and sometimes they'll uh, extract uh, three or four eggs, sometimes 20 or 30 eggs. And then they will add sperm, either from the husband or from a donor, uh, and allow those sperm to penetrate the eggs, creating embryos. For each embryo that is created or develops at that point, they will take some of those embryos and implant them in the woman in what is called the fresh cycle. In other words, it's done very soon after the embryos were created. The rest of the embryos are then frozen. Over the years, a number of embryos have been stored in liquid nitrogen, and that number has now grown to over a half million. And those are all embryos that were created by a couple to use in building a family, but the family was successful in having children before all of them were used, so you still have some of them waiting uh, in cryobanks for their turn. The embryo adoption program uh, is very unique. Our program is called the Snowflakes program because embryos are frozen, each one is unique, uh, and they're a gift from God. We have had 260 plus babies born uh, just in the Snowflakes embryo adoption program, and there's other programs around the country. Even though it is uh, 15 or 16 uh, years old now, uh, we still have people saying, uh, embryo adoption, that, that just sounds weird. Uh, how can you take an embryo that was created by one family and implant it in another woman? Don't you have to do tissue matching? Well, no you don't. Uh, an embryo can be implanted in any woman uh, who has uh, a womb to uh, shelter and protect that child as it grows. An embryo is life, human life, at its earliest stage of development. The real question is, at what stage does that life uh, deserve uh, and have special protection under the law? The family that creates embryos uh, make the decision as to what is going to happen to the embryos. They're the owners. The law in the United States really treats uh, those parents as owners and the embryos as property, although the courts have said that it's property with very special uh, attributes and deserving of great respect. The family that is transferring the embryo to the adopting parents does not receive any compensation at all. They are not paid past storage bills. They're not paid a prorated share of what it costs to uh, create those embryos. So they truly donate the embryos to the adopting family. Once an embryo has been implanted into a woman and she gives birth to the child, under the law, she is presumed to be the mother of the child. In addition to that, the husband 
if she is married, is presumed to be the father. Many people ask uh, how long an embryo can be frozen and still have a chance at uh, uh, surviving the thaw and being uh, uh, successfully uh, transferred to a woman and being born. You may have embryos that were created uh, and implanted in a woman in what we called the fresh cycle, uh, and a child uh, resulted from that transfer, while the rest of the embryos were frozen. And 20 years later, and we've had them up to 20 years, the embryos are thawed, implanted in the adopting mother, she becomes pregnant and gives birth to a child that is 20 years younger than that child's genetic sibling that was created at exactly the same time. Some people may say that uh, uh, maybe the child's going to be born with frostbite or uh, pre with, are they gonna have premature gray hair since they're uh, so much older. But the, uh, the truth is that we measure the age of the child based on the development of the child to the point of birth uh, and then they start at zero. So as long as they're able to uh, use a protectant that uh, keeps the moisture and crystallization away from the embryo, uh, in reality, there could be uh, an indefinite uh, shelf life, uh, which is maybe a, an inappropriate term to use with human beings, but uh, uh, it, is, uh, it is what they use when they have the embryos in a liquid nitrogen tank. Families that are donating their embryos set the criteria for the, for the recipients of the embryos, the adopting family. And they may say that they want a family that doesn't have other children, or they may want a family that is the same religion that they are, uh, or they may want a family that looks like them. And the same thing applies to the adopting parents. The adopting parents say they want to adopt embryos uh, that are going to look like them, that may be, uh, have the same hair color, the same eyes, and so forth. Well, we know genetically there's no guarantee of what a child is going to look like. So the most you can do is try to maximize your chances. And of course, they can't determine what the sex is going to be. Uh, so they're, uh, they're going to have a boy or a girl as, uh, as the child is born. As human beings, we want control. I mean, we all want to be able to make all the decisions and control all the factors that affect our lives. But in the final analysis, uh, you know, man plans and uh, God creates.